0: Hey guys, it's the Supernaturalist Podcast Show. Yes, this is a show that exists to connect, equip, and promote emerging supernaturalists on a global level, and I trust that's why you're listening, that it's your desire to see God's kingdom come, His will be done, established through your creative daily contribution, It's such an honor to have you listening to the show today. I'm super excited about this particular conversation with Liz Wright. This is our first time actually ever really chatting or hanging out, which is kind of rare. Normally, I've had the opportunity to at least interface with my guest uh, 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 quite a bit, at least over a meal or in, in a service. In this particular case, I just flown into town, and Liz took time out of her stay here in Seattle to sit down and just capture this conversation for this podcast. Now, if you watch online, Um, We had our old microphones and there was some glitchiness and some false triggering that was happening with the video, so we weren't actually able to use the video, but we do have the audio, and so this is an audio experience whether you listen on on YouTube or or it's actually here, Uh, but nevertheless, this is um, such an amazing conversation from someone who values intimacy and their identity as totally being centered in Christ outside of anything that they do, and yet... They are doing such incredible things. I'm talking about Liz, right, and her husband, and so it's they're 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 doing reformation, but they're not doing it um, really as the uh, as the uh, as the target. It's like their target is intimacy with Christ and reforming the culture is like the effect of is like it's like the side effect of their intimacy with christ this is so unusual it totally is And you're like no it's not yes it is okay l- listen i'm arguing with you we're not even arguing like all right let's just keep this kosher okay people um like trust me this is radically unusual because um we talk about this this place of tension that exists between like present-centered people and reformation-centered people and that tension shouldn't be there but it is, and so I love this particular platform of, of a podcast because it allows you to dive into these kinds of conversations. Where we're not preaching anything, and we're not we're not making any sort of accusations, and we're not like this is what you have to believe. But we're able to talk through all kinds of stuff. Liz talks about the importance of intercession. She really um, gives me a greater appreciation and a different kind of model for what heavenly intercession can be. And so I'll say this was one of the most Uh, transformative conversations that I've had Um, uh, since doing the podcast, as far as walking away with nuggets that I was able to implement within my own lifestyle and leadership. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode as much as I enjoyed uh, having the conversation with Liz. Make sure that you check out the show notes. Um, There you will find all the various ways that you can connect with with Liz. Um, She really is a pioneer. And um, without any further distraction, let's dive into this fascinating conversation with Liz Wright. Right here, right now, on the Supernaturalist Podcast Show. Let's go. Connecting, equipping, and promoting emerging supernaturalists. Ha ha ha! created for such a time as this. All right, and here we go. <laughs> there is more. He said, "What?" Liz Wright.
1: Oh. Hi.
0: <laughs> we're going for it. We're going to do this.
1: Yeah, I'm excited.
0: Welcome to Seattle.
1: Thank you. It's been amazing to be here this far.
0: And I'm so sorry I missed your um, your session the other night, um, or your sessions, because you were with our school. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, we just got off a plane now, yesterday morning. We're just kind of catching back up. I'm so glad I was able to connect with you, and be able to have a conversation with you while you're still in Seattle.
1: Yeah yeah I'm so excited to meet you and just yeah to get to know the family here amazing amazing time
0: yeah 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 so now um you're from Bristol all right and this is your first time to Seattle yes so what do you what do you think I mean what's it been like coming into our into our reach here
1: Oh it's it's such a beautiful place and the family here is just it's been wonderful just to meet everybody and to just to hear the passion in people you know to see the city transformed people so care about Seattle it's yeah it's great
0: yeah you know it's it's interesting because just a little bit what you were sharing of, as far as what God's put in your heart and what God's put in your husband's heart mm-hmm. and, and also the fact that you guys are in a pioneering city Yeah, it sounds very similar to some of the dynamics that we have here in Seattle Yeah, with um, some of the things that are happening of course that have happened in the past with our music scenes that we've had here as well as our um, are the aerodynamics scene with Boeing and you know um, and and now more recently in the area of commerce with a- with Amazon and and Drugstore dot com and you know all these different kind mm. of dot coms that are starting to break out here in a, mm-hmm. in Seattle. So it sounds like there's definitely some similarities between Seattle and Bristol. Have, have you noticed that? Or
1: yeah, I have. I've been actually talking to the people that we've been together with about it a little bit. I mean, it's very obvious that what is established and birthed out of Seattle changes the world. I mean, certainly it does. I mean, it changes the life of everybody globally, really, doesn't it? It has huge impact. Similar heart, I think. I mean, what we're doing in Bristol, Bristol's a pioneering city. I mean, some of the history is incredible. Like John Wesley had his head office there for the revival oh, wow, and the wow. Reformation movement. Wow. So um, Clapham sect were very active there. John William Wilberforce, you know, abolition of the slave trade was um, married in Bath, which is the neighboring city. So it's a very strategic region with a rich history. And um, uh, I think the passion in Bristol, which is similar to here, is to see society transformed, you know, see the kingdom of God on earth and to provide very practical solutions to the issues of the day that people struggle with, you know, like homelessness and drug addiction and the stuff that is, you know, that you see in cities. And so what we're doing um, in Bristol is we have an Ecclesia there, which has just started. There's been prayer going on for years and leaders have been meeting to year, for years. And the leaders are pursuing relationship, intimacy with one another, oh, loving awesome. loving awesome. each other over being right, you know, putting aside our theological differences or our particular convictions and actually trying to be family and serving, looking looking to the heart of God for the solutions to serve the people, you know, and so that's what we're doing as Ecclesia. We're gathering together in his presence prioritising his presence, prioritising getting full of him, getting his heart so that people are not burning out on the front line doing great works, but actually partnering more effectively with Holy Spirit out of that intimate relationship and then And then loving each other and working together and supporting each other for the sake of the city to bring his kingdom on earth. So So it's kind of very similar. And I feel it like not on our heart is whatever is birthed out of the city, that it will have an exponential impact. It will have a, a local impact, but then other people can come and they can borrow the wisdom that we've learned from god you know and apply it in their areas and whatever we export out his kingdom amen so yeah
0: now i'd love for you to break down just um as far as terms and stuff because i know there's a lot Mm. of amazing teaching out there on on the ecclesia Mm -hmm. um and i i know that um oftentimes the word church and ecclesia are interchangeable however like there's there's so much stuff being done right now under the banner of church that mm. sometimes a lot gets lost in translation. So, I, what I'm wondering is, is this model that the Lord has given to you um, uh, uh, for for your for your city and, and for doing this kind of this intentional, uh, um, uh, very supernatural, um, but and yet practical in, in partnership between this company of people that's gathering for the, for, mm-hmm. for the purpose yeah. and partnering with heaven for the transformation of your city. Um, Uh, can you break a break down what maybe what this model kind of with a little bit of of your guys's blueprint um in terms of because i'm always really curious when it comes to just like um church government and and, and church assignments and and then that kind of thing so can you break down for us what this ecclesia looks like is it is it small is it large is is it um as far as what you're seeing even into the future because this is a brand new kind of endeavor is that right like
1: This piece, yeah. I mean, what's been going on in Bristol has been going on for a long time. We've come in and we're adding our strength. Oh, the Ecclesia piece specifically, yeah. yeah. I mean, for me i'm I'm carrying a piece of revelation about sure, it i mean sure. i respect everybody's we're kind of but what we what we know is that we are god's resting place in the earth you Amen. know we are the ecclesia independent individually and corporately because we're carriers of god now you know it's no longer i that lives but christ that lives in me and Amen. so and what we've realized is that the the deeper we go into our own personal walk our own understanding of of who we are now as a new creation and then as we come with that understanding to one another in the family of God, we are stronger together. Amen. You know, we are Amen. God's resting place. We have the mind of Christ. And so we're just loving each other, doing, looking at the book of Acts, loving God, loving each other. And st- in that place of strength, pursuing him for the blueprint of, of how we serve. So to give you an, uh, an example, one of the things my husband is working on is a new banking system. And so they're, they're quite far on in that journey. They're almost at the stage of getting the license. But in England, it will be the first not-for-profit bank. Really? Yeah. Really? So wow. it's not wow, profit-driven wow. in terms of the, the, the profits that are generated will not go back to just make a few shareholders rich. Those profits will then be distributed citywide in every city that the bank goes live in to help meet the needs of the people in the city. So money truly starts to serve people. And so, But beyond that, they're also looking at what does a value system of goodness look like within a banking sector? How does money actually start to serve people? So people are no longer slaves of the debt piece, you know, but actually are being empowered in their lives so money gets its correct place in society more comprehensively. So they're looking at the practicals of what does that look like? What does the kingdom look like? How do we build the culture of the kingdom on earth in these different wineskins like the banking system, like the housing initiatives, you know? What does it look like? How do you reveal Jesus in the heart of God in a in a mortgage contract, for example? You know, how do you actually how do you actually lend money without putting people into bondage? You know, so that's incredible. Yeah, that's incredible. so these guys are working on this stuff. You know, they're they're amazing. They're and they, everybody's pursuing the mind of God. So that it starts with being in His presence together. Yeah, that, that's, that's Him awesome. and knowing who we are. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that, 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 that that's incredible. So you guys are you 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 you're forming this ecclesia. You're mm-hmm. about to start a nonprofit bank yes oh, that, that that's incredible yes
1: yes i mean and obviously for all of these initiatives we need money so you know the the finance is a key is an ignition key as we know you know because it we can then build these structures these businesses that will then that his revelation his presence his solutions can flow through you know and change society like one of the things that jesus said to me was to create a sustainable transformation you have to change the values that people live by of men and women's hearts you know so that's one of the things that we're looking at how do we do that you know how do we create a tipping point in society how do we make goodness fashionable again (laughs) that's Uh, awesome (laughs) that's awesome now
0: i I can tell that there's like this very sensitive um part of you that just loves people and really wants to to like almost like this maternal kind of uh, like um uh, to nurture people into this place of healthy connection with, 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 with the father mm-hmm. so that they can do what God has called them, uh, um, to do. Yeah. And so, um, I, I, so you guys are, uh, nurturing. And to me, this is just like, this is, a you're, you're such like a, I don't think I've ever met anyone like this because typically when I meet people that are like, we're going to, you know, I'm a transformation guy. Okay. I, I'm a, I'm a reformation guy. And usually those people aren't necessarily, and I don't mean this offensively, usually those people aren't necessarily all that sensitive to, to individuals. You know, it's typically mm-hmm. like, you know, if you've got a problem, go tell your, you know, go, go tell your mom, I got to transform the world, you know? Right. So, right, right. This, yeah. so to me, Liz, like you're, you're like, I've, I don't know if I've ever met somebody that, 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 that's talking about like, Intimacy with the Lord, in peace with the Lord, and we're going to change the culture, right? Practically, like we're right. actually going to do it. Yeah, I mean that—that's that, amazing to me.
1: Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Just saying. I'm just, hashtag. Just saying. But. <laughs> um, I, I just, I think the more I've been with him, you know, obviously I came into the kingdom through a physical visitation from Jesus. All the experiences I've had with him over the years. I have a business background so I have a passion to see his kingdom come everywhere but I think the encounters he's transformed me and he's given me more and more and more of his heart and obviously he's the greatest reformist isn't he Amen. you know Amen. every and so I think the more the more we understand who we are the more the the closer we are the more connected we are to his heart the more we're absorbing and being filled with his spirit you can't help but love people you know your capacity to love people increases because he does and you see more clearly through his mind, you know, the, the, how he wants um, society to look. You know, he's bringing everything back right into its pre-fall state, breaking everything free, like it says in you know, Romans 8, from its bondage to decay. Bringing, you know, restore, like he did when, you know, when you see him in the Gospels walking. He was restoring mankind, restoring every life that he came into contact with, you know. And so I just think as, as that happens and our internal world changes, our external reality changes. What what we produce externally looks very different because who we are on the inside is different. We're building with his heart now. We're not violating people anymore. We're honoring people. We're empowering people. We're loving each other. Amen. So, yeah, yeah. So, I just kind of get more of his heart. So, I think we're all reformists. We're all lovers and we're all reformists. (laughs) We just have different expressions of what that looks like, you know.
0: So So good. I mean, the other thing I love about you is, is, um, is you were sharing just before we got started this this whole place of like um almost raising up like a a new breed of of mystics um that have Mm -hmm. a heart not just for um for the encounter and then kind of the integration of their experience into into the world the birth things and and that's my own language yeah and um my question for you is is sometimes there's a tension that i've noticed between like the um uh presence versus reformation. You know, for example, like sometimes there's been a tension, um, you know, we're revival center, like we're or like we're just we we're, we're contending for <laughs> full crazy freaky deaky manifestation never-ending manifestations of god's yeah. grace in the city you know right like that's what right. you know i've
1: seen that okay i saw awesome. that in the spirit okay. when i was here Good. yes i'm in yes. agreement with you because that's what
0: we're that's, a, that's what we're going Explosions all in for you know? of His glory all constantly yeah
1: yeah
0: <laughs> yeah um and um so but i've noticed that sometimes there can be this idea of like revival or or not that we want to box it in that like i mean this sounds even like let's just stick with revival so it's revival been there done that got the t-shirt mm. now we need reformation so I've, I've noticed that sometimes there can be kind of that mentality of of like it's either like the presence or like or like mm. come on let's get practical let's get right you know it's
1: compartmentalized and yeah mm. and did
0: you ever Do you ever run into that that tension as far as like like you know okay that's great you and your encounters what we need to do is you know make yeah. the world up. do right. you ever feel that tension and mm-hmm. um and does that tension ever have any gravity on, on on you as you and your husband are are really pioneering something here with the worth with presence and applying his presence into
1: your city yeah that's such a great question Um, for me I think reformation is the fruit of revival I think revival should be the normal Christian experience (laughs) so as you guys hear just an oasis of his increasing ever expanding glory presence people come in and they just get completely restored revived you know wrecked and, and filled with love again and then full they go out into what they're doing and they they are going to change and reform society and reform every life they touch because God's dripping all over them, and they're mo- they're flowing with his wisdom. So it's interesting because Wes and I, when we first got married, we realized he is a reformer with no off button. I mean, I always laugh, and it's like being married to William Wilberforce. Wow. He is just wow. carrying wow. the passion wow. of God to see life transform. You know, to see, um, and certainly specifically within the banking sector, to so see money start to serve life, like serve people again. Like I was saying and i'm absolutely all about love and sort of we see that together we are that representation of revival and reformation you know so we we often talk and and marry our language together you know because we're paying attention to what the lord's actually doing um but no i think i think revival like i said should be the normal way we live and reformation spills out and i do see that tension you know um I've led prayer for years and years and we have a ministry in, in the, based in the UK and I see the division often, you know, mm. you've got business people over here or you've got pastors and leaders over, here, you know, separate and away from these sort of strange bunch of intercessors <laughs> <laughs> and mystics totally, totally, totally. <laughs> who speak different languages. But actually, I think the Lord is just bringing us all together. He's removing the division, isn't he? And so he's helping Amen. us to understand each other and realize that we are stronger together. And actually, we are all both you know, we we should all be abiding in His presence, filled with His glory, and then just wherever He takes us in the marketplace, whatever we're doing in life. Amen. Just That's so to, good. Yeah, I love what see you said. His presence drip everywhere. You know? <laughs> That's
0: good. I mean, because I, I would tend to think that we yeah, we are all revivalists, right? But what you said, we are all reformers. we I, I love yeah. that because it's it's that invitation that we'd all be you know like I, I don't know how you just said it. you said like oozing saturating revival glory until... <laughs> like, i forget how you said like i'm hey, gonna it again right down put it on my good. wall or something you know but yeah we, we we should all we should all be walking in such a manifest presence of the lord that yeah. that things can't help but just be naturally right. restored and and, right. and reformed so right. I, yeah because I,
1: the divine's touching the natural so mm-hmm. how can it remain the same you know, lights coming through into the darkness and the darkness can't extinguish the light. The light is, because tra- he's, he's God, right? And he's, he's co-creating with us. He's transforming and reforming. So amazing, hearts amazing. and minds and lives and yeah.
0: So we like, we want to reach out. We want to saturate. We want to reform. We're doing it from uh, from a foundation of love. Our,
1: mm.
0: like, like you know, God willing, our, our motives are right. Things are right. And yet um, the culture does not want to Necessarily, this is like a, a, a mm-hmm. an assumption I'm making. So feel free to like. I'm guessing that the that that there is, that there is an enemy and that he doesn't want us to do these things. So that there there is resistance, and uh, I'd imagine that you guys have faced a certain amount of of resistance. Mm-hmm. And so, how important is like is prayer and intercession and seeing and partnering with heaven and all all that? Like, what does your community look like when it comes to? Um, are you guys doing like, like, like courtroom prayers ascension type stuff like can, would you are you able to kind of invite us into the the spiritual uh, kind of warfare part of your community
1: yeah, yeah. no i think that is such a massive and i'll go get my subject? sword really quick
0: <laughs> 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 I'll, do, I'll, I'll pull a william wallace as you're talking but
1: yeah love it um i mean i love and respect every different expression of prayer and warfare because god is massive isn't he and 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 the i love the diversity in the body of christ like justin is uh, justin abraham i know who you've had here as well and we love justin. justin too we just did an event together in england yeah, on transfiguration yeah, it was a oh, lot of it fun amazing. It, Very amazing. it was really cool and so i i love and respect all of that for for me i mean and for me the most important thing is intercession is about being with jesus and knowing his heart Amazing, you know. I can't. I'm not great with formula. Mm-hmm. I think I, I, I love the wisdom we get, you know, and the principles that he shows us to live by because it's wisdom for life. But for me, the most important thing is authentic heart connection with Jesus that we re-engage internally and we connect. So for us, it's about worshipping him, enjoying him, Awesome. Awesome. going in through the doorway of just enjoying him. Something I learned when I was on assignment with the guys down in Hollywood, and um, I was part of the foundational team that went in to start what's now known as Expression 58 with Sean Bowles and the guys down there. So I love my family down there too. Um, But I learned some huge, huge um, lessons when we were there. And one of the biggies was to when you're engaging in effective governmental intercession, when we are actually ruling and reigning with Christ and we're shifting stuff. Like Jesus said, you know, let it be on earth, pray, let it be on earth as it is in heaven. Well for me that means about, we have to be in heaven, we have to know what's going on in heaven, we have to know what's on the Father's heart in order to bring that perspective here and that, when so as we connect into him and we, we get his heart on a matter, we have supreme perspective. So therefore, we speak forth the intention of his heart that he's now shown us and that is government in the spirit realm. But what I learned in Hollywood was that the authenticity of heart is huge power in the spirit realm. Wow. So for wow, me, it's really about, yeah, it's about really being connected, really understanding in that moment internally that you know who you are, you know whose you are, you're connected into him you have his mind on a matter and that authority that you have as a child of God partnering with him with Christ now in us when those components come together and you speak forth the sword of the spirit comes out of your mouth and the intention of God that comes through that word and is backing that word has power on it to bring forth his will his decision so for me that is a a, um, Intercession And ascension for me, I mean, it, for different people, it means different things. But essentially, it means connection. We go in through the doorway of Jesus. Wow. And then wow. he opens up the you know the kingdom of God is within. We connect. We go into the realm of, of, of Jesus, That's the awesome. kingdom yeah. of God. Yeah, and then what yeah. he shows us, who he shows us, you know, if he chooses to bring people from the cloud of witnesses, as he's done many times. So lots of us now, you know, that language is becoming more and more familiar. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, whatever he shows of the angels start to engage with us, you know. It's just awesome, but and and so he will. he takes us on all sorts of wild journeys. I could talk to you for like five days about all the adventures we've had. But essentially, please do. We got time. Yeah. Go okay. 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 <laughs> but it, essentially, it's about getting his mind on a matter and coming in agreement with that. But in that, and 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 have when you have his perspective, you have that surety of heart. You are fully engaged. You speak that thing, and then you hold that position until you start to see the natural shift and com, come into conformity with the counsel of his will.
0: Liz, can you give us like an example of, of, of a time when there was, when there was something where you're like either an opportunity or something that needed to kind of be shifted. And so you came into the realm of, of Jesus and you were able to get his, his thought, his mind on a matter. And then you're able to step in through your authority in Christ to be able to deliberate that matter. Can you think of an example of, of, and then that will be able to kind of,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's lots Sweet. going through my mind. There's lots going. Right, 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 right. Well, I've worked with different ministries um, down the years, and I've worked with different companies down the years, and helped birth ministries and or break ministries or businesses through to the next level. So, I'm really going in there and working, obviously, with cities. Um, for, so you're
0: working with cities and businesses and individuals. Yeah, amazing, and have done amazing. for a long time. amazing.
1: Um, but it will go from, I mean, something very simple. So that's like about that's about understanding the culture, you know, understanding what Jesus wants to do in that region or through that entity um, and just beginning to speak his vision forth for it and build people's hearts, you know, encourage people's hearts, pray into being what he has um, shown as he wants to do. So that's about... And then you start to see it come alive, you know, like like we see expression. I mean, there's a lot of people, a lot of team over a long period of time has, got, has, has contributed to what we now see there, you know, in Hollywood. And all, you know, Jesus began to... So I'm going all over the place here. Yeah, there's so yeah, many stories. <laughs> um, but um, I mean, I love what Jesus is doing in Hollywood. Uh, Hollywood is particularly um, precious to my heart because I've had many, many years... Of experiences with Jesus as he was taking me through the different spheres of influence, you know like the business sphere and the church sphere and, and the media sphere. and he talked to me for a long time um, through my intimate relationship with him as the corporate bride of Hollywood. so he would relate wow, to me wow, as wow. the Hollywood bride was the language that he used wow, That's amazing. So I began to experience something of his heart, of how he felt about that sector of society and he said to me in the very early stages of him beginning to talk to me this way um he said the battle over hollywood is about identity it's you know who's going to be showcased from that gate which nature is going to be um showcased and replicated through the products that are produced there what will be exported out to influence the hearts of the nations and so um we began what was called the hollywood prayer shield you know and so we would start to uh, just write down crafted prayers and we would write down the encounters and the revelation it went out beyond our community across and we were serving the other members of the family of god in that region beginning to share something more of heaven's perspective you know and and there weren't i mean there was obviously some great stuff going on in hollywood people have prayed into that place for years and years you know as you know but um and so we came on is the new kids on the block, but with tremendous honor. You know, we we knew we were stepping in on a foundation of a lot of intercession. But we started to see things break through, like prayer you know, more prayer being established in the studios, people going in, makeup artists and hairdressers and realizing, you know, that they were on assignment. They were the salt and light they were going in there that would touch the hearts of the influencers that then influenced millions, you know, and that it was every important every person's life was hugely important, equally important. We were all doing our part together Jesus was creating this tipping point you know as we were coming in with his mind and his perspective so so intercession for me in that environment was about getting his heart on a matter understanding that the most important thing there if the battle was about identity was getting people really secure in who they are in god so that they could they could radiate him they could live out of the new creation reality secure you know every area of insecurity um, low self-esteem, low self-worth, really healed. Those things really mattered. So we prayed a lot into that, and we related to each other around that value, that objective of his heart, which was, you know, people to the degree you know who you are, you are going to be effective in this gate. Wow. So wow. yeah, that's to kind of give you one little.
0: It's good, you know, because yeah. um, the dots are connecting more and more. The, the more that you're speaking here, and one, okay. of, the, one of the things that I'm, that I'm seeing is like what you're saying is that as we as as we're interceding. As we're in that place in in, in the realm of Christ, that mm. actually what he's and you're saying that he gives us his heart, which is, mm. is is kind of reframing our perspective,
1: right? Completely.
0: Yeah. So that when we come out of that place, um we, we're changed. Yeah. And then we can begin to operate from from the place of his perspective in that in that situation.
1: Totally. That's really
0: interesting. I've never looked at intercession.
1: That was, like that like, yeah, like it simplifies intercession brings
0: an internal adjustment it
1: completely does so and we, then an external reality change
0: yeah so that we have the posture needed in order to be effective yeah. in, in, in that culture
1: yeah yeah awesome. yeah. because you're now fully in the tree of life not in the tree of the knowledge of good and evil so we're not getting our read of reality from a system that isn't authored by God yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
0: because I'm thinking so many times when, when, I, when I think of intercession it's like okay I'm going in to move something in the spirit versus saying I'm going in so that I can be moved by the spirit just to get my you know, It's yeah. all, I, I yeah. so appreciate yeah. what you're sharing yeah. yeah that's really really good
1: yeah and living then in his strength you know and we're speaking as an extension of his being the intention of his heart as we're with him and the spirit realm knows you know those that are full of light they know when you're speaking something authentic as you know you know they know the difference between the word of god that is coming out through his oracles wow you know as you are with him one with him and that there's no discussion in it's game set match isn't it when when you literally speak forth the word of god that's alive and active and it will not turn void that's
0: amazing and so um with the whole um I'd like to just go back to to the Ecclesia thing to, yeah. to to your yeah. to, to this community that you're doing. Yeah. Are you guys meeting weekly or?
1: We're at the moment meeting monthly. We've just started this next phase, but it's going to increase. I mean, we, these are marketplace folks, so they're busy, you know, with okay. with work. Okay. So sure, it's just sure. we're working out. We've just had. Um, um, somebody a father that 's just come into the city and met with um with the folk privately there who 's saying you've got to meet weekly you know you 've got to kind of try to work prioritize this in your schedules. So, I mean, we've had seasons where we've been birthing stuff and we're literally meeting every day. I mean, at one stage, I was the communications director for a, a marketplace vehicle. I ended up becoming the intercessory director, which meant I, w- I had eight hours a day. <laughs> My working day was, that was, your job title? He was amazing. Yeah, the I got Intercessory <laughs> director at like
0: a corporation. Oh,
1: yes. Awesome. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> to get, because the CEO and the executive directorship of that company realized, you know, we have to get the blueprint. We, we have to prioritize his presence. And when his presence is in a vehicle, the culture of the kingdom is there, you know, stuff happens. And just a lot of the time, just by agreeing with him, you know, just by worshiping him, it, things would change because we were prioritizing his presence, you know, in the context of a marketplace vehicle. So learning, you know, and, and in that sort of, in that context, we were learning things like not to violate people, not to use people for the sake of the vision, the task vision, But actually to see how the purpose of the company could facilitate the lives of those that came into it you know how can you know be we be responsible but also be life-giving in that so as this intercessory
0: director you're 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 getting um, blueprints from the Lord to establish like specific culture and mission and values within within the actual organization
1: yeah yeah brilliant yeah yeah submitting submitting to his headship prioritizing God first right not the pursuit of money and wealth, but actually, what do you want to do with this, Jesus? Because this, what we realize is, He was interested in every detail of the companies oh, we know, every yeah. detail of ministry, every detail of our lives. and you know, He wants to infuse everything with who He is and reveal who He is. You know, in that context. So, yes yeah, So, so that's the details. What
0: the details matter.
1: I absolutely, absolutely, and we didn't realize that. You know, at the time, but. That he wanted to partner with us in everything he wanted to be revealed you know so wow. so now we're we have faith for cities we have faith for nations i mean i'm actually now going after what does it look like to disciple a nation what does it look like wow you know so wow. really you know how big is our god like the nations are the lord's inheritance aren't they so how do we partner with heaven in that and i know there are lots of people working on this and have this same passion you know but i believe it, w- apart from him we can do nothing so the priority always has to be our relationship with Him. No, awesome,
0: awesome. Hey, would you be willing to just kind of go back uh, uh, to, to uh, your your kind of genesis moment? You said that you came to know you came into the kingdom through uh, an encounter that you had with Jesus. Yeah. Would you be willing to share that? Uh, yeah. Th- that story.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. Um. My goodness.
0: Let's talk about Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh my goodness. So, um, cutting this long story very short, um, I was in, I had a very difficult background, a difficult childhood, as many people do. Um, You know, mum with mental illness, you know, we had tremendous lack financially, um, parents divorced. And so, you know, as a teenager and a young adult, I was very broken, dissociated, depressed, all sorts of issues, and hurtled into wrong relationships, trying to get my needs met and to belong and to be safe and, you know, pursued money, fame, relationships to try to achieve all of that and burnt out in the process and got very sick. And so I ended up crying out a desperate prayer and um, and I got filled with Holy Spirit. that I So I went to bed that night, didn't take the medication I was on, woke up in the morning and had been fully baptized in the Holy Spirit, I had no language, wasn't in church, didn't know anything. And I'd been healed of the clinical depression. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And so then and never had it since. And so that switched on my spiritual sensitivity and a massive hunger to discover the truth about the resurrection. I just became by his grace consumed to understand what happened. So started to study everything I could get my hands on, you know, to the the resurrection. And then I came to a point where I realized everything that was happening to me was true. And I actually was terrified because I realized there's actually no way back. Everything I thought was real, everything I constructed as my life and my security and who I thought I was, it wasn't the truth. And I just said to Jesus, I said, I didn't know him at this point because I'd been filled with the Holy Spirit. I sensed the love of Father but I hadn't met Jesus.
0: This is amazing. I, I've never heard a story like this before. Oh, you got filled with the Holy Spirit I first. I did. I did. I, did, I did. I'm
1: kind of not in the traditional process. Oh my goodness. Anyway, he's yeah, got I hope you know
0: some of God friends listening. <laughs> yeah. That's, right. that, that, that's my, my background. But this is incredible. This is an incredible story. Wow. You woke up baptized in the Holy I did. Spirit.
1: I did. And then, I you did. Met, and
0: then you met Jesus. I so, guess the same thing would happen with uh, John the Baptist. Yeah. But he was, I don't know how awake he, you know, but he, he was Baptized the Holy Spirit, and then he came out and yeah met Jesus later.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, so then I just said, Jesus, you're real, you're alive, and I want to meet you. So that was that. January twentieth, ninety five, is when my life completely, completely changed forever. And um, I was sitting on the bed. Somebody had sent me one worship song, so I was listening to this cassette tape over and over and over, and um, in the middle of me trying to, suppressing anger because I, I was irritated at that moment with my previous husband, which was a very abusive, difficult relationship um, a long time ago. I just said, take it, like just praying to God, like meaning take this anger because I don't want the consequences of the reaction that it would cause. And in that, the, in that moment, I just went, take it. And the next thing, Jesus was standing physically in front of me. And yeah, uh, I always get wrecked. I say this, <laughs> and he looked like he appeared to me like a Jewish man. He was about five foot ten. he had black hair to his shoulders, his eyes were dark brown, but there was light, and he had a long beige garment on, and he was radiant there was just his skin was glowing, there was just light coming out of his eyes, and it was hitting me in waves and just moving through me and and in the first split seconds, I just I I couldn't look at him. I was so stunned and shocked and terrified and felt excruciating self-consciousness. But And he reached out his hands to me, but literally within split seconds, all the love that was radiating off him was just moving through me and filling my heart and just completely healing me and setting me free. And I've never felt love like it, obviously. I mean, it's just his, his perfect love. And he reached out his hands and he said to me, come and rest come with me always rest with me a while and i took hold of his hands and he just brought me to himself and he took me up on a hill we sat under a tree and for what felt like hours and hours i just wept and wept and wept he had his arm around me and there were just we- and he was just stroking my hair as wave after wave after wave of love of who he is this the light of who he is just poured through me and every bit of my life to that point was completely healed just totally healed and i came out of it and i was glowing literally glowing and i i was purified because of his presence i mean obviously i've moved forward in life and i've had to deal with life and but from that experience i was completely a new person wow that's incredible literally went through the the experience of of the new birth reality you know and everything i've ever experienced since then has been about who we are so i'm so passionate about people understanding who they are because i was a very sophisticated well put together orphan who was surviving you know in the only ways i knew massively compromised myself made decisions that were just need driven as we do you know and and in his incredible love, you know, he reached down into my little life and just breathed. And I was, my whole life changed. I mean, everything that was deconstructed in that moment, everything, every, I knew everything that we see in the gospel is the truth. It's all the truth. You know, we are, it's real <laughs> as we know. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's
0: incredible. That's amazing. So
1: he saved my life. I mean, I wouldn't have survived. You know, I really wouldn't. So in the midst of all my, my life stayed crazy for a long time after that. I mean, it's now completely different. Um, but in the midst of it, I would just, I learned, I learned language afterwards. I realized I was going through experiences that are written in the scriptures and it was all about the reality of life abiding in Christ that it's now no longer I that lives, but it is Christ, you know, you know that lives in us. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, wow. You know, wow.
0: That's so good, Liz. Oh my goodness now you were you were saying that one one of your passions is to like is to work with people to basically prepare people to be used by the lord yeah so that they can partner with the lord but not be wrecked by it wrecked by the partnership not be burnt out through Mm -hmm. that through that place Mm -hmm. so would you be willing to just kind of to to speak to us regarding what you've learned about like developing a rest ethic like what that means spiritually practically um any sort of um, Any sort of, yeah, let's just start there and then maybe mm-hmm. I'll ask some more questions, maybe sure. kind of go deeper. But yeah,
1: yeah. I was studying, well um, because obviously that when I was with Jesus physically, he imparted that into me. He brought my heart from being in utter chaos and fracture and in a torment and pain and fear into total shalom, you know, total peace and rest and when he said to me always I mean I'm that revelation, that one word he spoke to me is continuing to expand and unfold in my life. I go deeper and deeper into that all the time. I've learnt that it is, you know, when we are still, when we are in that inner rest that comes from experiencing the exquisiteness of his indwelling presence. That is the place where we hear him, be still and know, you know, like experience that I am God. It's in that knowing that we flow in authority, that we are effective in our lives, that we radiate Christ, that we get healed and delivered and set free. And I love, I was studying the word rest in some of the original languages recently. And it, um, one of the meanings of the word rest is um, darkness no longer prevails because righteousness reigns. Mm. Isn't that amazing? It's really good. So. And we are now the righteousness of Christ. You know, the righteous, what is righteousness? It's his nature. So my journey is about knowing him experientially, looking, experiencing the beauty realm of who he is. And obviously um, a massive part of that is understanding him as the Prince of Peace, you know, the Prince of Peace, the Prince of Rest, of Shalom, where we experience that righteous the reality that righteousness does reign his nature he is the king you know and so it's that so i that's why for me intimacy is so important and it's so important for reformers because we really, good. Here, right? really good. we're here to see this realm the earth realm broken free from its bondage to decay we're here on assignment and so so I, a big part of my heart is to see the awakening happening because we're reconnected. You know, the religious spirit is bound us up, isn't it, in a bunch of laws and rules. And actually we're supposed to just live in this ecstatic state of enjoying the reality that God's inside of us now, you know. And so and we just let him out, just enjoy him and let him flow freely through us, you know, as we yield to him and enjoy him. So And so for me it's a, it, it's that, it's knowing it, reengaging over and over with who he is as the prince of peace and realizing you know the the power of that place of of for ourselves because it's the place where it's amazing, isn't it all the combinations of what he does you know in those moments where he's he gives us rest, he heals our hearts, he restores our bodies, he delivers us from us from demonic oppression. But he's also crushing the realm of darkness under our feet. So it's like it's profound love and and peace and healing and restoration. And it's also profound, aggressive power. It's like he garrisoned, he locks around our hearts. I love that word, like the Prince of Peace crushes Satan under our feet and the, the peace of God garrisons our heart and mind in Christ Jesus. So it's like this militant force and beautiful, soothing you know, healing presence in one and the same time you know so so for me it's it's the penultimate I I, I protect I violently protect my connection because it's the place of peace
0: that's awesome and
1: power yeah
0: you said I violently protect my connection uh, it's funny it's, isn't it? it's my place of peace and power uh, yeah that's amazing yeah that's, I, I, I sort of amazing. I
1: just guard it I guard my connection with him above all else because i think the enemies all the time the warfare is trying to detach us from you know desensitizes as you know from the presence of god being able to experientially connect and religion will teach us you know to just have a left brain relationship with it's God, it's all it's academic totally study totally like, no. <laughs> uh, totally you know, the words there too as a doorway into experiencing him all the time i've never known anything else you know i've known encounter you know and so i'm passionate that people are just enjoying god and living powerfully and remembering who they are amen you know yeah amen yeah
0: it's it's interesting because um uh so i heard sean bull speak in uh, at at pasadena at um Cheon's place Mm. for this like luncheon thing and um and he was speaking on rest and i remember at the at the time i remember thinking like yeah, some people really need to hear this. (laughs) Mm, Um,
1: Right. And, um,
0: and then you got really practical as far as like, here's some ways the rest isn't what we think it is oftentimes. And, Mm. and, um, and, and and it's probably, gosh, it was probably just about a whole year after that point that I realized that, that even, even there in that moment, I was already kind of tasting of the, of like the, of the teaspoon of burnout. Mm. Uh, uh, what i mean mm-hmm. is that at, at a certain point because we've been hosting lots of like loads of meetings like all the time like mm-hmm. go, at a certain point we're going night after, night after night it was awesome amazing. it was so amazing wow. um and the hardest thing for me was taking a break mm. be, um because during the break it's like i didn't know what to do with myself you know like yeah. so i'd be like okay i'm gonna rest i'm gonna do nothing i'm gonna watch a movie Mm-hmm. And then, i like, I watch a movie, and then I'd be like, "Man, that, like, this is not this is not fulfilling." This st- like, I want to be back in that busy season. I, I, like, I, not not busy. I want to be back in, in all and all of that. Like, that was so amazing. I want to be back in that. And so, I wasn't really able to enjoy enjoy like the the downtime, you know. And then when right. it came, so now skip a beat, and all of a sudden, like, once I it was just by God's grace, I actually got to be refreshed. And so, I, it wasn't until all of a sudden I realized, wow, I love the team here at SRC. I love the leaders that I'm doing life with. I love being able to dream again and be able to strategize. All of a sudden, I was during that during there was a portion of time when I was when I was I was so busy I couldn't really love if that makes sense. But I mm-hmm. loved the busy, I loved the annoying. I loved the dry. I loved all of that. Mm-hmm. And um, and so that's why I was asking you about rest, is because it's just this it's just this fascinating thing. Like there's this. Um, <laughs> I guess I'm still learning, like learning how, like I I I realized like the, 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 like some people, they, they, they soak, but for me, like I needed to like get a gym membership.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's where I learned to rest. I spent like a, you know, it wasn't about lifting (laughs) weights. It was about just like being there with the Lord and just like, you know, Yeah. so it's, it's such an interesting journey that we're on and how we all kind of you know when he makes us lay down in green pastures i think mm-hmm. that's when we learn the most about ourselves i think mm-hmm. that's when you like so good, huh? you know because for me it was like he, he there's been these seasons where he's literally where he literally makes me lay down it's like get down <laughs> so i can restore Stop. you so i can teach you about me and teach you about you and you need this yeah. get down. <laughs> you know
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I get
0: it like, can i get up now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Right. I think, I think um, it is, it's, it's an inner state, isn't it? It's not necessary, but, it, but he'll, he'll get us into rest. We're all so different, aren't we? Like what, the way that he'll take one of us in is going to be so different to another. But for me, it's not the absence of activity. It's the, it's the connection internally to his presence. That's good. That's good. Really, you know, really good. so I can be busy as long as I'm slow on the inside, as long as I'm aware on the inside. And what I do is if I start to strive, you know, I go out of the, the flow of his grace, of his, of him being the fuel and power of who I am. And I kind of start to tip forward on the inside. I'll just take time to go sit back into like the arms of his presence and That's just good. breathe, you know, Let me reconnect. just ask
0: you really quick, this, this whole thing of striving, we hear this a lot, in, yeah. you know, um, like don't strive, darn it. <laughs> <Let's not start. laughs> um, what I'm wondering is how do you discern when you're going from working hard into striving how do you discern that within your within yourself where you know you, i need to take back and i need to
1: mm, that's such a great question um i think for me i'm very sensitive to it i can feel, feel that i've shifted into my own strength so um i'm not flowing if I, if you understand that language i'm not in that flow that place of peace that i'm i'm I can feel that I'm actually in my own strength now and and also if things I'm I pay attention to the why I'm doing things like mm. what's motivating my heart here you know um am I am I am I doing things in in flow with his heart am I expressing his heart or am I actually have I suddenly moved into a different driver you that's know really so good. like yeah, sometimes really we'll do stuff to to prove ourselves or to you know then my needs start to get met in my own strength instead of through his riches in glory i slowly become more and more self-aware self-centered not god-centered or other-centered i you know so the why i'm doing things it's, i start to change internally and i feel i i can feel i'm i'm being pushed i'm being driven instead of being led and in the flow of his presence if that makes sense, yeah, it really, really does. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's such a great conversation to have. You know, yeah, cause it's so
1: important. It's for life, isn't it? It's just
0: because we want to yeah. work. We we want to work hard, and we want to we want to accomplish things in, right. our, in our lifetime.
1: Right, <laughs> right, right, right. So we can, but <laughs> you know, not in our own strength. Yeah, <laughs>
0: but but being being self aware enough. Yeah, to know at that certain point where we've crossed the line of just working hard. Yeah, and now we're we're able to justify the emotional places that we're going or we're yeah. or, or, or able to justify the unhealthy scheduling that we're doing that's mm-hmm. pulling us away from our families or away mm-hmm. from our kids and we're justifying it by, you know, I'm yeah. doing this for God or doing it, yeah. you know. Um,
1: yeah.
0: But I, I think that just really being self, I and mean, probably also just having a, a real community around around us where mm-hmm. they can discern when we're, when we're kind of losing it. A bit. Right, you Well, you're going we off balance. Kind of, yeah. Right.
1: Yeah it's so important it's so important i just think you know self-awareness is really important to know why you do what you do you know and to and and i think as well to trust him it's the key isn't it you know if you are totally trusting him and just resting in the strength of who he is inside of us um you will be highly productive we are highly fruitful in that place of abiding like the you know john 15 the vine and the branches so, Absolutely. so i'm a really busy lady you know i okay. do a lot of stuff sure, 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 but i practice his presence as the source of my life i don't always get it right you know and but you know we're all working on that aren't we the work-life balancing prioritizing our relationships and you know getting it right but for me it's it's just about that awareness of okay am i in rest that's my barometer being led by peace Things. That's, awesome. Yeah, That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. That's
0: yeah. awesome. Hey, if you don't mind, um, just diving into like the the conversation regarding um, Reformation. Yeah. At what point did that really light up inside of you? Is it was it an encounter or like a, is 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 it like a part of your kind of your theology or you know what I'm saying like um this idea of restoration because it doesn't necessarily really light up everybody.
1: Yeah, no, you, it doesn't. You,
0: you know, like sometimes you you start talking about restoration, people's eyes kind of gloss over a little bit. Yeah. And so, um, can you share with, with us just like your own cuz you and your husband you're really partnering together to do some really mm, cool stuff. Mm. And so um uh, what's kind of the the genesis of of that where you're like things things can be radically different because of us.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean I've I've been very passionate about it since working in you know having a business background and seeing something more of Jesus's heart, you know like I was mentioning before with the business that I was communications director of for a while. And really beginning to understand the passion of Jesus heart to be fully involved with us in in changing lives, changing cities, you know, um, in every detail. But I think it it increased when I married Wes because he is a reformist through and through. And I just, of course, I was like madly in love, besotted. (laughs) And so I'm fascinated by his wiring, you know, and the fact that he had... um, he used to have a multi-million pound property company, which he sewed in obedience out of love for the father. That's incredible. When he was commissioned to start to work in the financial sector, which, wow. you, you know, unless you absolutely know that you're a son, you absolutely have a real relationship with father, you are not going to do that. No, <laughs> you know? no. And even amazing. for then, it was hard for him, you know, very hard for It'd him. be hard
0: for anyone, yeah. Right. Yeah. I
1: mean, that's massive. And it took a lot of encounters for him. But I started to, you know, see in his life, what it looked like, you know, this, the fruit of his relationship, the intimacy and reformation being two sides of the same coin, the intimacy being the fuel for the walk of reformation to be able to do it. And so um, so more and more, I mean, now, I, yeah, more and more understanding that, you know, and, and now oh, you know, we, are, we are great friends with lots of reformers, you know, incredible people who are just passionate to see the kingdom come on earth. And working out the the solutions, you know, with God for our day, like I was saying, you know, like with the bank, you know, what does a a bank look like that's a righteous bank, a righteous money system? What does that and and what does that do to a city and then working with other reformers on bringing together a, a cohesive blueprint that could then potentially be moved from city to city and, you know, so... I just see I see Jesus as the ultimate reformist I see that is you know but it all has to flow from his heart and his mind you know we can't if we're bringing his kingdom we have to be it has to flow from the mind of the king right from the heart of the king in relationship so yeah so it's for me. It's about it's it's about int- intimacy at the centre, and then doing life with people that the Lord has put you with, that are and respecting and honouring the pieces that we each carry. Really paying attention to Him about who we each are, you know, and making room for that in in what we're doing together. There's no what. There's not. I'm not. I don't. I'm not a superstar girlie. You know. I, sure, I, sure, I think sure. we're all superstars. I'm paying attention to who. Who we're running with, you know, who, like when I meet you, or for example, I'd be like, who who is my brother to you, Jesus? That's the first question I ever ask, you know, is who are they to you, Lord? You know, <laughs> give me, question. S- That's right, question. I, so I can relate <laughs> sure. more rightly, you yeah, know, and yeah, honor yeah. appropriately. And, um, you know, one of the things Jesus said to me was years and years ago, He said to me, I'm trusting you with the thoughts and intents of men and women's hearts. It's holy ground for the, my inheritance. Wow, you know? and that's so, awesome! That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, so I, I don't, you know, I'm not sort of reading every detail of everybody's life. I mean, you know, I see people through the eyes of His heart, but but for me, it's about like, okay, they are your inheritance, Jesus. So help me to relate to them in a way that pleases you and honor and draw out of them the treasures that are in you, so that we can build Your kingdom together. Amazing, you amazing. Know, but prioritizing the relationship over task. So, because I think the the world can't replicate the kingdom, because we're a kind of using business language, we're a relationship based enterprise. You know, they can't replicate supernatural relationship. And as we build things out of that culture of honor, where we we are really loving each other, we are really watching each other's backs. We don't have self centered political agendas. We're not manipulating and controlling, with driven by selfish agendas. We're actually, you know, wanting to to glorify God and and empower and serve the people and present God well you know so that for me is reformation that's the heart of reformation and so how do we build people well and then do everything in the spirit of excellence that's incredible so, yeah, yeah that's
0: so incredible because so many times when you think of Re- Re- reformation you're thinking of just the outcomes yeah like what's, what's the crime stats in your city right <laughs> now right that, now right. That you've had your Thursday night thing you know
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Measured it how,
0: how many people are in prison now now that you got meet for <laughs> a year you know um I'm just having fun um but what you're talk what you're talking about is um you, man like what you're talking about this, as far as the details like jesus yeah. we we learn that Jesus is really concerned about the details, every the detail. smallest every every detail, and then when you're talking when you're talking about the, the cultures you're talking about relationship you're not you're not going immediately to to outcomes
1: no no we're not outcome driven i mean obviously you want to see but there's going to be fruit isn't there i mean if you are loving each other well, the
0: outcomes that's kind of like the um the sexy part right like when you can when you can show the outcomes but oftentimes the the kind of the 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 stuff that you're talking about doesn't sell as many books it's like (laughs) As the stats do. Right, right. But you're absolutely right. Like culture really, really matters. Relationship that is that is the kingdom, right? Without it relationship is. there's no kingdom dynamic in what right. we're in what we're doing despite the awesome. So this right. is this is so this is really, really good.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, as well, like Jesus said, you know, the world will look upon you and they will know that you are my disciples because of the love. You know, um, I mean, over and over for the last few years, I've been having Jesus has been bringing the Apostle Paul to me, and I've been, I, I've been increasing my un- in my understanding um, of the time that we're in. We're, we're the time where we're going to understand again the gospel, like the early church did, like Paul did. You know, we are, um, and we're coming forth as shining ones in this hour. We're so we, the harvesters are being made ready clothed in his nature so expansively that we radiate and we shine with his love and his nature so that we become very attractive to the harvest because we look like him. And everybody at the end of the day gravitates towards love, right? Everybody was created for love and safety and to be valued and heard and to belong. And and so I, I believe that the time that we're in is that, you know, and as we as we cultivate that within our cities, within our families—you know, families—it's the fabric of society, right? It's the glue that amen, holds amen, amen. society together. It's right, you know, the right. people we create our cities from. You know w- who we are inside, and so I think as we as we do life well with each other, as we as we prioritize his presence, loving God, first and second commandment, right? Loving one another. And we 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 prioritise that over the task, then um, I've seen we come forth, radiating him, and the world will see that. At the moment, the world isn't necessarily always attracted to the church. They're not attracted to rules. They're not a, all the time. Not all the time, right? <laughs> but I've seen that coming, you know. And that's I want I want that for us, you know, where we are gathering around his presence, not a message or a name, but around his presence you know people and and we are so safe we love so well because we're dripping god's heart and we're, lit, we're, we're moving in miracles as a natural overflow because it, we're just allowing him to extend his ministry again in the earth through his people. You know, we're just enjoying him and yielded. And so the miracles are happening increasingly. And we're seeing this. We're not seeing it 100% yet. Sure, but sure. we're seeing it. And I've seen it through encounters, you know. So I know the the harvesters are coming forth. And, we, and I believe it's Amen. for the great awakening. I don't believe Amen. this is going to be another revival with a start and stop point. I believe revival will be normal. The world will come to us and feel safe, feel loved, feel honored, feel enfolded into healthy, you know, supernaturally healthy people. And um, and we will have resources to facilitate the dreams of the people, you know, and to build, rebuild the ancient ruins and the cities that have been devastated. You know, Isaiah 61, continuing the ministry of Jesus, you know, it's, it is about... Us And the mantle of Christ is also about, if you look at the end of that scripture, it's a restoration of cities, isn't it? So he's coming back for the nations as his inheritance. So, yeah. But I think it's all about people, him and loving each other, loving God, loving each other. This is so awesome. It's simple.
0: This is awesome because just this morning, I I just spoke with our our peeps here at Sierra Vile Center on on Mark 16. And like in the Great Commission, basically, our mission is to to go everywhere and good news, everything. Into yeah. good news, it good news, it good news, it until yep. it sheds its old identity totally. and steps in, in this transfigured into the identity into okay. the, into the light into the life of Christ Jesus, right? To yep. so go everywhere. Yeah. And, trans- and transfigure
1: everything. Yeah, totally. That's my message. Yay! Is it really? Totally. Awesome. That's my passion. Yeah. Awesome. That's so amazing yeah, so that you're just, preaching that. Yeah, we just
0: got done talking about that and that's wow. that's absolutely what you time
1: you're, of transfiguration. Yeah, good, news it, good
0: news it good news it good news it until transfigure. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, so good. And that's...
1: helping people remember who they are, you know, and their value. For God so loved the world. He didn't come in and beat us up with a bunch of rules, you know, when I was with him he didn't i wasn't told off i never had a moment where he i was you know it was brought into my consciousness all these 10 million sins that i'd committed you know and th- this i was loved into life in nanoseconds know, so in awesome. his presence so i believe that as we shine we're going to do that the world will wake up and remember who they are
0: amen yeah. amen i wanted but, to ask you like when i think of like um a nonprofit bank, like mm-hmm. okay, so yeah, I, I I kind of like I think of like Elon Musk, right? Like the, the total disruptor in the automobile industry. I, I always I always think like, how did he, how did he do that? Because because like people mm-hmm. people have tried to do that before, right? And they like and they and they disappear. <laughs> <laughs> like how do you disrupt the big oil industry? Well, he, he's, Elon has done it. Like this is like the stuff that Tesla's doing. There's no other automobile company that's that's even near what what i mean i hear cadillac starting to do some cool stuff but yeah. you know I, so when i think of the the big oil and i think of like the structure like the motivational structure that's been in a part of that whole scene for such a long time mm-hmm. obviously there are there are there are pioneers that are being allowed to, to radically disrupt things mm-hmm. and a generation is like is like demanding that they're right. like a right. generation is demanding disruption right so what i'm wondering yeah. is I when I think of the banking industry, I think of not that I want to speak nothing, but when I think of it, I, I think of it kind of like there's like kind of like the good old boys club, and mm-hmm. and they got their scene, they got their thing, and so mm-hmm. in order for 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 you guys these these sons of god these manifested sons of god to come in to this scene mm-hmm. has that been have you guys been welcomed within, with with like is it cuddly it, welcomes yeah no. like, have they thrown any parties for you like it's so good you have you here
1: right we have waiting. no <laughs> no but um it's interesting you should say like there's definitely a change of appetite the people people are demanding a different reality, a different value system. I think people are so sick of corruption, aren't they, everywhere? Um, and so the, I think the appetite is, the desire of the people is bringing forth a new offering that these guys are creating as they're partnering with God's heart to bring something in that's not violating. And I think rather than fighting What's existing there? Because we, we don't want to fight. We just want. We're just wanting to create something. You know. So obviously, my work is prayer in this. I'm not operationally involved in it. I'm involved, you know, supporting Wes primarily in prayer, and then being involved in our city praying these things into being, calling forth the things that are not yet fully established in the natural. You know, into being. But I, for me, it's about what I see in the spirit. Is that as we create something that is fundamentally good that it will create social conscience it will create contrast so and eventually what we create that is good that is life-giving for people that is safe that is empowering you know where people are taught how to steward wealth taught how to create wealth rather than punished when they don't pay their mortgages off for example you know they um where their houses and their assets are stripped from them instead of there being a cooperation um, where the resolve can be found, you know, in a... a, So I think when people can taste and see the goodness of God in something, in in a new system, in a new um, banking model, that you start, you will... They will migrate. They will start to move towards what is life-giving for them, what's supportive and empowering. And I think that's what we can do. That's what I see in the business world. People are going, okay, they're looking at the needs of the people. So for example, in the housing initiatives that are going on in Bristol, where where incredible kingdom people, you know, who genuinely love and want to solve homelessness are saying, right, people want to live in community. People right now don't have the money to you know t- to buy property at the at the cost at the current costs. so how do we recycle things how to how do we meet those needs how do we create solutions together as business people to serve the indigenous needs of the people to empower and so but and treating people with respect and honor listening to their needs you know so all, I think all of those ingredients will eventually produce um and and are doing new alternatives that will ultimately depopulate, that which becomes distasteful for people. You know, do, do you know what I mean? There's a contrast just because you're producing something out of a different nature, with I, I, a different value system.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, and it's um, it's 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 interesting as far as just the um the availability for there to be a a um, a banking system. Um, and I know mm. you're, you're talking. About, you're talking about serving humanity through right. a, a banking. So it's not necessarily like a, a, a Christian for Christians only. I, no, so I've no, seen, it's for everyone. I've seen Christian forms of banking for yeah. specifically for ministers and for different things where you can get. In, in, yeah. Well, you're actually talking about serving serving the general uh, population, yeah. but serving it with an organization where there's transparency and yeah. there's and there's um, uh, and there and there's like your intent is being communicated right up front. Yeah, I think, it's, intentional.
1: Uh, it's not it's not a christian bank There are right, christians right, and right, non-christians right, right. experts working within it but the heart of it the people who are um you know at the heart of it they, they're reflecting the heart of god in what they're building what See, they, you
0: know. what's interesting is that um um i had a uh a muslim guy um trying, evangelizing me on the islamic banking system i didn't even know that there was like islamic banks because uh, apparently in, in islam it's forbidden by Muhammad to charge uh interest
1: Usury. Mm-hmm. So that's convenient <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> so they will um so they will do mortgages without any sort of interest rates mm-hmm. and he's like you and your wife you guys should move your your mortgage over to this and I was like, "That's really interesting," <laughs> you know. I, I yeah. didn't, but um, but to to <laughs> so to think that that you guys would be having this conversation right now, yeah. taking Christian principles, mm-hmm. right, um, taking principles taught by Jesus, and mm-hmm. and and and, um, uh, and then also just just basic morality, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. having them a part of the 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 culture, yeah, and communicating the culture and letting people know this is a safe place, yeah. um. I mean, I, th- I, think, I think it's fascinating.
1: Yeah, I think it's so important. And, you know, at the end of the day, developing solutions that are they're not, not going to violate, you know, where, where our lives are truly empowered. You know, like I said, you know, what does that look like? We're in the most incredible hour right now where people are thinking like this. And it isn't just obviously, you know, followers of Jesus. You know, we obviously look to him, but the world is waking up to this. You can see it everywhere, can't you? Yeah, yeah, totally. People are wanting a different world they're wanting to know how to do life well
0: i was thinking about like the last when you were talking the last kind of disruptive thing within the financial industry um and i'm sure there's been others i'm not like a big banker or anything but not yet but me neither uh, <laughs> it was the um is the whole uh, digital currency kind mm-hmm. of thing it was interesting is that was definitely disruptive within the financial scene for a time because everyone was saying where is this going but also there was also kind of a real dark side of that people were using digital currencies um, for all kinds of uh, everything from uh, the sex trade to buying drugs and mm-hmm. having things shipped to their house that they can never using this digital kind of currency. So it's kind of interesting. The last kind of financial thing, there was definitely a dark real dark side to it. Mm-hmm. And now it sounds like uh, um, uh, I don't really know what's happening with the whole digital kind of current that whole kind of thing. Um, but uh, uh, do you have any sort of insights as far as like kind of like the future of like kind of like the future of banking? And uh, in, uh, in, in, in the kind of empowerment Because I think people really appreciated the empowerment That they that they felt like they were in control of their money it, right. With that whole digital kind of thing
1: Yeah I think we're moving to a place I mean I'm not an expert in this But what sure, I see sure. in the spirit and being around these guys And obviously living with Wes Is um, things are moving To to a place of real integrity integrity Transparency Authenticity Um Yeah I think that's where I think it's the market demand and I think it's where we're going I can I've seen it in the spirit and it's certainly what they're wanting to build yeah, yeah. that's awesome
0: yeah. yeah 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 I think it's probably in everything huh
1: yeah and to, to corruption proof yeah that's as much right. as possible
0: that's right yeah it's it's fascinating to think that um I mean I imagine this that this this conversation has always mattered to people like like yeah but um especially what 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 came out this last lot for the last probably 2 years probably like 20 uh 18 was kind of the big me too movement mm-hmm. when all kinds of long standing corruption was coming out in regards yeah. to like here here's a pattern that's existed yeah for decades yeah. and now it's just being exposed yeah and the and the population is saying no way like mm-hmm. people are saying we will not accept this we will not just say um I remember something happened with David Letterman back in the day. And he was like, hey, look, I've never pretended to be a pastor. Like, this is who I am. And people are like, okay, with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. um, They was yeah. just kind of like, "Like, hey, this is just who I am. Yeah. <laughs> this is my identity. I'm allowed You're to right. act this way. <laughs> but it's interesting because the whole Me Too thing, it was the, it was the I, I even think of like uh, Kevin Spacey when mm-hmm. all that stuff came out with him. Mm-hmm. And there was just this, uh, there was like the, the, the public was like, we will not tolerate that. And immediately he was booted from his house of card show and everything. So it's fascinating to think mm-hmm. in perhaps a, a country where people would say America is a post-Christian um, country. And, and when you look at perhaps the flow of moral, morality where it seemed to go, and yet there is this there's this demand for some sort of moral compass. There is. Isn't that fascinating?
1: Yeah, there is. We are in such an exciting time. We really <laughs> are. Yeah, but you can see, can't you, the people are getting their voice back. We're finding that in England, the, through the pressure of Brexit, you know, what's going on over there, the, for good or bad, people are expressing themselves. And what's coming up, like you are saying, people are wanting... Um, a higher moral standard of life you know t- integrity transparency authenticity kindness truth you know political leaders I, I'm also involved in an ecclesia in the government in England in the House awesome, of Lords awesome, so awesome, we're awesome. W- you know we're, we're working together just in agreement with Heaven's perspective regarding the direction of our nation you know I mean, you can hear it. People are wanting a different future. They really are. And the people's voice is loud right now. Like you, know, like you saw with what happened with Me Too. People are saying, no more. No more, and not on our watch. We're not, not going to allow darkness, to, the, the enemy to traffic in darkness anymore. By keeping these things hidden, everything's coming into the light. You know, we don't want corrupt politicians. We don't want this stuff anymore. It can't be tolerated you know so and, and and again you know one of the things we're praying is grace on the politicians in the amen, uk amen, to be able amen. to serve the people you know to that we wouldn't have and this isn't against anybody because i think you know i love people you know <laughs> but i i that we wouldn't have people with orphan hearts at the helm those that are really steering the direction of our nations and our industry sectors that they wouldn't be we would have people with really developed character, really um, people of integrity that genuinely care, that are at the helm, that are driving the direction of our nation's lives, you know, in our industry sector's lives. I mean, that's something we are really pressing into at the moment and that actually the Lord would help us, you know, in the body of Christ to be able to be so fully clothed in the nature of God that we genuinely are there, not driven by any orphan, in an orphan state, but actually driven, you know, driven by love, so yeah and we're seeing it you know we're seeing we've got some amazing you know this amazing change going on isn't there there really is and we've got some amazing leaders you know rising in the ranks in the uk the other thing the lord's been showing us is is the body of christ and in the ecclesia you know as we're connected to his heart not to curse leaders not to operate on that horizontal level of you know, cursing, but actually to get around these people, these officers of responsibility and to empower them through intercession and speak words of life into them, get underneath their lives. You know, if you see love covers, right, you know, if you see like wounding in leaders just start to power in in the spirit, you know, releasing life to them and grace to them so that we lift up their arms we don't we don't add to the problem of all the witchcraft and the curses that land on them and just bind them up in straitjackets, you know of critical speech so that's one of the things we do regularly when we're in the house of lords is just clear the atmosphere you know of judgment to, to really free really these guys up so they can actually function you know
0: yeah that's really 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 good um and i think the, the when you start talking about these different places of, of influence there's kind of like an outside perspective of these different places so that can make it easy to judge yeah, or, or, sure. or not if you don't necessarily know what's what's happening inside these different places of of of, of influence but mm-hmm. the more public the the office then the more the, the easiest so easier it is to kind of judge it yeah and sure. um what's interesting is um I, I had an opportunity to kind of uh, partner with uh, in different levels of city government here, which mm, at the yeah. time that seemed really exciting. Um, and it was exciting. And I, the, being the only pastor to be invited into a particular board within the city and then eventually chairing wow. that board for a while. Yeah. Um, and so at first it was like, Hey, you know, it's really a, kind of a cool thing. yeah. And then, all of a, and then, and then, and then at a certain point um, it got really, really um, uh, frustrating. It got really like, because all of a sudden you begin to see some like, you're now in the system and you're and, you, and there's a lot of hoops that you have to jump through. There's a lot of just political stuff and that, that you're kind of exposed to, which makes sense. Like if you're involved in, 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 in any sort of government, there's going to be political stuff and you, and you mm-hmm. know that, but when you're actually in it and when you've actually invested your heart and it, and I remember like yeah. at a certain point it was, wasn't looking very good for, for the, the, the thing that I was leading. I really, I thought, God, did you really put me in this thing to kill it? Yeah, it almost mm-hmm. it almost felt like that it was about to go under the under the blade. This particular thing that I was helping helping lead, and and I didn't think it mattered to me as much as it did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then yeah. all of a sudden, I started realizing about all these different places. Like I was there, I I, I I was there because of prayer, because of desire. I wanted to make a difference. And all of a sudden, when, when you come into these different places and you're involved. And, and then all of a sudden you're exposed to the to the other side and I think it's so interesting sometimes we're, we're praying for influence we're praying for the, to be involved in these different places and then you get there and you're like oh my goodness which is why I think it was so cool yeah. that you're talking yeah. about the importance of intercession that when yeah. we come into these very difficult dynamics where the atmospheres are far more intense mm-hmm. and we realize that we're far more invested yeah. than perhaps we even initially meant to be <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. that
0: yeah. we really do need to have that place where we can get the the perspective of the of of the lord in that so that we don't get defeated yeah by that by by that college by that atmosphere by that those dynamics by those political pressures by all that yeah so it's really
1: so there's a whole
0: another side of 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 all of this but that's where the lord wants to take us but we got to be prepared for it
1: (laughs) right we do we do and i mean absolutely totally i mean and you know obviously like that you experience you know when you go into the political sector like in the political sector in England you know it's not cuddly you know these atmospheres are intense (laughs) because it's power right Right, then there's a contest for power you know and who's going to influence the direction of the nations and which value system is going to be established in the nation and it's all profit driven you know and the money's ruling everybody and manipulating everything you know and and um so I mean, in England, we have a heady mix of you know, like the, so. There's you have the occult that's you know involved, and the Masonic that's involved. And I don't want Which to get into those the, areas, the, but
0: the heady mix is that what you call it?
1: Yeah, like you know, it's not. I was like, it's oh, not yeah, the oh, yeah. it's I people work. with big heads that are
0: <laughs> thinking all the time. <laughs> like, they're involved. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, I, it's I basically mean, a cultic kind of thing. It's yeah, yeah. There's so there are so many different people involved trying to to be the power source. You know and so it's so essential in those environments you know that we are we are above it you know we know we 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 really are connecting to the reality that we're seated with christ in heavenly places you know we're now that we're we are in christ christ is in us he is ours we are his that we're in that place of connection and oneness where because as we you know as you know as you go into these environments if you are connected and you start to release out of the gateway of your life, your spirit, his presence, then it starts to shift the atmosphere. So many times when we go on prayer assignments, you know, you can't be obvious. You know, you have to be very discreet and you're just going into bless and love and release the realm of the kingdom, the realm of his presence. But you have to you you know there's curses flying and rituals happening and people posturing and vying for power and position and you have to sit above it all you know and that's where peace is so vital you know because it's the prince of peace who crushes Satan under our feet you know so you're just sitting there in the ascended place internally really locked onto his heart really knowing what he wants to do in that moment his supreme perspective and you just start to release that you know like um Jesus showed us himself as the ancient of days. Mm. Uh, So in in the House of Commons, we have uh, Westminster Hall, which is the oldest part of the House of Commons where our parliament meets. That was built in the 10th century by William the Conqueror. And so that's a really old building. And so for centuries that has been used as our Supreme Court until quite recently. And so you've got decades and decades of significant rulings that have affected the nation and the nations, you know, that has gone on from within that environment. Jesus showed us a vision when we were in there, you know, of himself seated there as the ancient of days. And he showed me that he was holding a staff and it had notches in and the notches in the staff represented the moments in history, natural history, where he had sovereignly intervened in the affairs of mankind. And he was showing me the top notch and how the glory was coming out of the top notch and that he was fully invested in this moment in the life of the united kingdom you know he wasn't sitting up there detached from our our earthly experience going yeah i didn't see that one coming wow <laughs> that's a biggie over to you right. guys you know it was, right. it's like right. he's fully invested in it, in this moment you know and it was and i could feel the supremacy of him and like the spirit of the fear of the lord like the awe Of who he is as God, you know, and as we have gone in our weakness and petitioned him for his strategy and his way and his help so that, um, you know, that that history will land, you know, it'll be written the way he wants in accordance with the counsel of his will. Um, He showed us himself right there, right in the middle of it in, in, in an ancient seat that we've created, which has been the Supreme Court, but his ruling, his will is being done you know and so it's things like that you you go into that environment that's so intense and it seems so impossible and so complex you need know, to find actually a resolve or even to see the kingdom in the mix there and then he shows you the vision in the middle of it and you have the mind of god and it's like you settle down on the inside and go right how do we pray here awesome. how do we come in agreement so heaven comes on earth you know
0: awesome awesome so, yeah. awesome. this is amazing yeah. you know i am um, so i've i haven't i This is obvious, but I haven't necessarily um, consumed a lot of Liz Wright content. Um, I, I want you, to, I want haven't. to, I haven't watched like, like actually any of your video, I even, I mean, I should have, I should have been far more prepared, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but really I actually fine. like this conversation because I'm just l- getting to learn so much about you and, and your oh. husband and what you've been able to to do. But it is funny because I've heard different comments over the years, like Liz Wright, like she's doing really cool stuff in entertainment, Liz Wright, she's doing really cool stuff in government. Mm-hmm. And then just most recently somebody said, to me, oh, Liz Wright's coming to your church. Yeah, isn't that awesome? Um, and and uh, it, I, I heard she hasn't been sick and like, for, for for ages and yeah. so so you you don't get sick is no, that that's no, incredible no. so now is that like is that just like um um one of the benefits of of your you know what i'm saying or, or is there something that you've actually that the lord's actually taught you in regards to health and wellness and prevention and
1: mm. um it's i believe that i am experiencing a reality that we can all walk in which is divine health there's, because theres <laughs> because there's no sickness in christ Amen, right Amen, <laughs> Amen. um I, the only times that I have suffered manifestations that would look like sickness in my body have been three times I think or four times max, where witches have cursed me, and as, and so the curses have come on me, and i've and then as soon as we've realized what's going on, you know cu- covens are not being very cuddly about me, and I'm irritating them, or whatever, and so they so they curse and so as soon as we started to break the curses off, all of the manifestations have left so i i haven't actually had a sickness since my daughter was two she's now nearly 22 It's incredible so PTSD, and it, it, that's amazing. yeah it, it is divine grace um there are certain things that i do that steward that as as um as thankfulness from my heart so um i i make sure that there's never any, i i don't allow myself to ever go into a reactionary Uh, state of so I go into the lower frequency emotional range Mm. so for me if I don't if I'm not expressing what is in the nature of God in terms of the emotional makeup of God then it doesn't belong in me so things like unforgiveness you know any kind of bitterness resentment those those expressions although legitimate in the earthly experience now I don't ever stay there because I don't want my frequency really to drop, you yeah, know. Really and good. also I steward, like, so I try um, always as much as possible to eat f- living food, you know. So I, um, green juices and juices and fruit and veggies. And so I just, I eat a very simple diet primarily, but I look after myself, you know, we work so no, out. no meat? I don't eat meat. Okay. I don't put okay. that on other people. I think, it, I think it's all a matter of faith. No, so I don't eat steak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: how about chicken (laughs) okay awesome awesome, but i don't put that on people you know i don't say that
1: this is the only way for me that's how i i am you know i have my energies really high i stay i just steward myself that way because i like to be healthy and it's um you know with the temple of the holy spirit right yeah amazing yeah
0: yeah awesome awesome um I, I just got sidetracked by that you don't eat meat. And so I'm just having a night catch no,
1: Do you love your meat? Yeah, I do, I do, I do. It
0: was funny because I had a, a conversation at lunch with Justin Abraham regarding, regarding meat because he's you? been doing a bunch of study about uh, the original, like God's original intent for how we should eat based mm-hmm. off of our teeth shape.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah, interesting. and so we had
0: this really interesting conversation about that. would have been a great podcast actually about teeth shape and, and, and what, you know. and oh, um, And so I think he's definitely going that direction of, you know, of, of not eating. You know, yeah. we'll see. He can go whatever direction. <laughs> Maybe just not eating at all, right? Just feeding off of the Lord, <laughs> I mean, which yes, is awesome. I um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I find this really, really interesting in regards to um what you're saying as far as like your 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 emotions and where you'll allow yourself to go
1: mm-hmm. um
0: e- e- even even emotionally mm-hmm. does that does that involve even how hyper you get or even how excited you get? I, you know what i'm saying like or is it more the negative
1: it's a negative okay awesome. i mean i i just yeah like I you mean, don't allow
0: yourself to laugh too hard like, <laughs> <laughs> no. You know? I'm I'm yeah. like
1: no i'm all about peace and joy sure, and sure. fun sure, and sure. Sure. you know as much as possible you sure know? sure um no it's just you know this the the emotional states that we can get in that are toxic that are reactionary and self-preserving
0: absolutely and want to kind of lord because these things they don't want to just visit with us they really want to these emotions they want to like lord over us right like they want us to to not let them go yeah which is really yeah yeah. and and i like the tie there between the um the the emotional state of our soul and how that opens and closes doors mm. even to bacteria and vi- viruses and that, that's really interesting definitely,
1: definitely i mean i'm not comprehensive about that in terms of my understanding but sure i get it conceptually sure you sure. know and you can feel it in yourself can't you you, you know if you get into a, a, a really difficult state emotionally your energy is just going to go down you know you feel flat i just i love the vitality of god and the abundant life and feeling it's presence inside of me so i try to just stay aligned into that as much as possible so i don't stuff the emotions i don't n- not recognize them you know but i i i release everything to him you know like he says cast all your cares upon me cast all your burdens upon me because i care for you you know so yeah so he's my source.
0: <laughs> uh-huh vitamins and stuff like do you yes, do vitamins take, and supplements and all that kind of thing
1: green juices green superfoods yeah okay. i take i take super elixirs like superfoods yeah so which yeah, yeah. is all the greens you know so that i don't i don't is take there, all the vitamins and minerals, is there a specific but, product
0: that you like or
1: yeah i take I, yeah i should be on commission really yeah you, you, should, <laughs> you should. i promote this company all over the place um an old friend of mine years ago is a lady called um dr simone Liebschner. And I haven't seen her for a long time now, but yeah. um, we used to know each other years ago. She's a beautiful woman, and she developed a product called um, Super Elixir with um, Super Elixir. Super Elixir, okay. and the company is called Wellco. And she's partnered with the supermodel Elle McPherson, and, and yeah, yeah. because she helped heal her, really through this product, That's and it's fabulous. It's amazing. i try to do um, simple so greens. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love
0: it. I love the taste of it. I couldn't afford it. <laughs> i shouldn't declare that <laughs> i found a cheaper version of it it's not as good it's true. not as good that i can afford it i'm like if i'm gonna you know you know at a certain point i was like because i love all that stuff i love all the supplements and, yeah, and yeah. All, that, all that kind of thing yeah. and um I, i'm taking all kinds of, i because I listen to really I listen I, oh, thank you. You I listen do. to all these podcasts all these like life longevity podcasts all oh, these yeah. studies and oh, yeah. I'm like hey if they're giving it to it. rats they should give it to me you know <laughs> I'll try but it my wife is like on Amazon all the time right <laughs> and so and I mean it's 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 yeah I love it yeah. so
1: yeah I don't do the vitamins and minerals, but I just do <laughs> masses of superfoods and protein shakes that, that that's and amazing fruit and veg yeah
0: yeah that, 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 mm-hmm. that, that, that's so awesome I love what you guys are going after and I love how you're mm-hmm. doing it I, mm-hmm. I I love this conversation mm-hmm. of intimacy with the Lord where the effect of that is transformation mm-hmm. just the people places and things whatever whatever is mm-hmm. whatever's in your world is going to get impacted mm-hmm. by this relationship that you have with 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 christ yeah. um i i i I love this this inside out approach uh-huh. that that you guys are that you guys are taking with this mm-hmm. and um and, and to me this is such a radically different kind of approach to the reformation narrative you know cuz i've always i've always loved uh, the ref, like this idea of reformation and being a reformer i've always loved it but at a certain point i almost got to this point where where i like i almost felt myself like almost like wanting to like not associate with a reformation movement because it felt like i was going to have mm. to make a choice between revival or like and, right. and i know that that's not true like that's 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 ridiculous
1: yeah, but it's a, a lot of people think like that right
0: but it felt like that for me it was like it was like being offended to make a judge this is like the 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 the, the enemies kind of strike like his thing where, yeah. he, where he tried to go with me yeah. to, to offend me by amazing reformers so that i would allow dishonor to, to come in so that I wouldn't be able to honor these reformers because of does that mm-hmm. in, instead to, to say no so I'm going to be a revivalist and not a reformer I'm going to be a person with presence instead of practical and then you take that at the same time is all this major stuff happening in a city in different times trying to be a leader in that so you okay. can just see yeah, how the enemy does these different things yeah. to get us to make judgments, to get us to dishonor, to get yeah. us to do different things. So yeah, we can't yeah. really fully so engage our scroll. So we can't really fulfill mm-hmm. what God has called us to do. And so this whole idea of forgiveness, this whole idea of honor, this whole idea of being self-aware is, I mean, mm-hmm. this, this is incredible in this whole idea of managing our inner space so that we mm-hmm. can actually, be a blessing to our outer space this is so right, good Liz. i just right. love it
1: just he just overflows right out of <laughs> us as we just look at him it's not yeah. it's not complicated
0: <laughs> yeah i just love it you've said so much i mean there's so much here i can't wait to mm. go back and even just listen to this again and dive back into it and this has been so good. much fun just having this conversation with you
1: yeah i've so enjoyed it yeah you've managed to get a lot out of me oh good (laughs) good good good. at what you do oh oh, great 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 (laughs) i've really enjoyed the conversation oh me too me too And,
0: and um and and i definitely want to i mean, just yeah, you're going to have to come back.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I won't, sure. and I won't,
0: I won't do a vacation when you're here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you come back um, and uh, any time. Oh, You now have family here in Seattle. Yeah,
1: thank you. And just, thank we, you. We, 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 feel it.
0: we celebrate. We just honor you and Wes and thank your community. You. Thank you. And the people that are running with you. We just bless them. We bless you. We celebrate and we just give thanks for what thank the you. Lord is accomplishing through you guys. It's, it's just extraordinary. Thank you. Really, really
1: thank great. you. And we are holding you in our hearts as well. I mean, just a little glimpse of, uh, you know, of getting to know you guys and a glimpse of what Jesus has shown me is here. It's, we honor you. We really do. All the years that you guys have stood the ground here as well and the glory that's coming, the next move of his presence that's coming from here that's... It's not going to stop, right? We're not going to have another temporal revival. This is the awakening. Now we are pressing in.
0: Amen. Amen. Glory, glory, glory. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. No lateral
0: transitions. Only up.
1: Right. right. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Love it.
0: Thank you so much. Let's appreciate you. Let's do it again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.